again, the most important thing, your role as a man is to discern who are the time wasters and who's actually genuinely interested in you. And that's fair to say for for women too. Women should also think, is this guy just gonna, is this just gonna use me? Or is he gonna be like actually somebody that wants to keep me around? Through my teaching I, and my passion, Axel, I just want guys to have more clarity in their life. Tell me about this coaching advice and all yeah. of this. Uh, to be honest, I don't know much about that space. Yeah. And like when I first heard about it, every time I hear about that, it's like, that sounds like weird. <laughs> so yeah, tell me, how did you get involved in that? And how is that maybe talking about it from more of a, like an industry uh, sure. point of view? Because that's what I'm curious about. I'm curious about the branding behind the dating mm -hmm. advice industry because i've seen a lot of people who build massive brands and i don't know much about it i'm curious about it that's also why i wanted to have you on the show so. yeah absolutely i'm gonna right off right off the bat say this that terrible advice dating advice is this you're lying to women you're being deceitful to women you're being inauthentic you're playing some kind of gimmick to get in her pants. That's horrible dating advice. So anything that is sounds like it, seems like it, can be can be portrayed as that. Avoid that dating coach altogether. The dating industry is very competitive because every guy wants to say, or if you're like a male dating coach, like female dating coach, I'll just speak on male dating coach since I'm a guy. It's very competitive. Do everyone. women also have dating oh, coaches? Absolutely. Women, yeah, for sure. So there's Matthew Hussey, who's a male dating coach who yeah. does for women, yeah. and he's making bank. But I think for the most part, his intentions are good. Like he really wants women to have successful marriages. Like I know out there, he really wants the best for them. I just have a personal difference in, in some of the things that he says and how I go about it, how women can attract the kind of guy that they want. The problem is this, that the mainstream dating advice that men and women are giving to the public, it doesn't get you, it doesn't really get you the results that you want. And the reason why I say that is because once you get, let's say, intimate, intimate with that partner of yours, right? And then you get to the relationships, how you maintain a healthy, solid relationship from the beginning to the end is what's the most important part. I mean, any guy can get into a girl's pants and any girl who wants a guy that bad enough, she'll literally just instantly can open her phone book, open her Instagram DMs and get any guy to come meet with her at any second. It's not that hard. But to maintain and to cultivate a relationship, that's, that's like completely different. Yeah. So the industry is broken up into this. There's mainstream dating advice and there's this one thing called pill content theory pill, pill content theory yeah what first time ever that i heard that what the heck is that yeah so mainstream would be like matthew hussey what you see on kk cal news or any news source like saying hey if you want to like learn how to do dating advice learn dating uh 99 ways to please your woman or like you go to the grocery store you see like five ways to please your woman for valentine's day that's like mainstream dating advice Pill content theory is this. So it's it's broken up. There's a whole world on YouTube out there right now. If you type in red pill dating, you're going to see a bunch of content creators talking about what is the red pill. And the red pill, uh, there's guys out there that explain it way better than I do. So excuse me if I don't explain it as well. But the red pill is like this. Everyone's born with like no source of information, right? You're your baby. You don't have any trauma. You don't have any success. There's no highs and lows. You're just a baby, right? Then as you grow up along the years, everybody faces some kind of trauma, whether it's severe and it's not as severe, what kind of family you come from, all that kind of stuff. And then also it depends on like your relationships with that, with different people. Like let's just say you're a heterosexual male and you go about dating women throughout your life. 
you know, whether they broke your heart, whether they did this, they cheated on you, whatever, whatever happened to you is going to dictate like where you're going to kind of end up in the dating space. So if you end up, let's just say a traumatic uh, uh, dating experience, or you came from a bad divorce, or you're like a guy like me, you've been flaked on multiple times, or you're trying to figure out like, why doesn't a girl not take me seriously? Why is it that I want the, you know, these kind of girls, but these other girls are the ones I attract. You want to know the answers. And throughout my life, I try to figure out why am I getting these results? And the mainstream dating advice was not helping me. It would get to a certain point, but it wouldn't help me. Pickup artistry, by the way, is something that could be added into the mix of the dating industry. So you have mainstream, you have pickup artistry, and then you have, you know, pill content. And the pickup artistry is like what you hear, like where like, for example, this book called The Game by Neil Strauss was developed. It was these guys who went about and like they picked up women. And the way they did it was they, they all had they all had this, this like weird um, characteristics about them that would make them unique as well. Some women were very attracted. Other women were turned off from it. But it didn't really go anywhere. It kind of like fell apart. Now, there are some pickup artistry groups that are doing well. It's just very like under the radar. I don't really subscribe 100% to pickup artistry just because it, it does teach men to be a little bit inauthentic, to be inauthentic with women. And I don't agree with that. You should always keep it real with girls no matter how harsh the truth sounds. Uh, and there's ways to be tactful about how you communicate with women as well. So now if we're gonna go to the content creation, pill content, right? Blue pill means like you see the world literally like the way the media portrays it for you right? You see the world with like no skepticism. You know, you see the world like if this is, if this is this, then this is this and that's it. And there's no like underlying truth. Yeah. Is this related to the matrix? In any yes, it is. It is okay. like the, it, it, the, pill, the red pill versus blue pill all came from like, they use the matrix as a reference. So you say, once you take the red pill, you know, then, then you there's will no never problem. unsee it. So I went into the space as a student and as a curious man, because I remember I was in my master's uh, uh, business program and this uh, girl in my class that I was very interested in, she was, you know, very cute. She was very, you know, she was just cute. I wasn't that connected with her like at all. And I tried to connect with her but I didn't know how to do it. And I felt like I was always lost. Like I always felt that if I'd approach a woman, I, it was kind of like up for grabs. Like I just throw anything against the wall and see what sticks, right? So I didn't have a strategy, I didn't have a game plan. Now I'm not talking about like, if you're going into you know, a set of women and you want to talk to them, I'm not saying like, okay, at minute one, I'm going to say this. At minute three, I'm going to say that. That's not what I'm saying. You just need some kind of strategy to like figure out, okay, how are you going to get her from where you are to being intimate with you? That's like what the underlying strategy should be. Okay. So back to this red pill thing. Yeah. What what would that look Yeah. Like? So the red pill, what it does is that it helps you. It's not it's not a prescription of what you should do and how you should talk to women. It's giving you it's like a description. Like it's important to mention that because prescription versus description. Prescription would be like, go do this. Description is like this is what it is. So it really opens your world to realize, oh wow, like you know, women are not all sugar and spice and everything nice. Like there are some bad women, there are good women. Just like there are bad men and good men as well. So it just helps you open the world to like you know, what women will say, they will say they want this one thing, but deep down they don't really want it the way that they say it. It's kind of like you learn about one big theory in the red pill is that follow women for what they do, not for what they say. So if they say, hey, I'm down to hang out and you hit her up for a date and she says, oh, I'll let you know, she's probably not interested in you and you should move on to somebody else that's actually interested. So that's just like a, a small section of what it is. And there's a whole world out there. There are beefs of different content creators of who's right and who's wrong. It's crazy. And then there's even different colored pills. This means this, that means that, different, different ideologies. Pills. Yeah. 
different ideologies. This sounds too complicated. <laughs> it's 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 deep, man. It's, it's there's layer there's levels to this. Like there's a lot a lot of levels to this stuff. And if you want a woman, you should go. Um, there's a different way of going about it than what you've been taught and what your parents maybe taught you. I mean, I had my parents like say, Cameron, your content, you know, it's maybe too extreme. A lot of people say it's too extreme. By the way. I do not think it's too extreme. I again, I go based off the principle: as long as you're keeping it real with women, and and she knows what she's getting herself into, that's that's fine. My, I've had my parents, I've had family members, I had friends tell me like, like Cameron, the way you're going about seeing life, women and dating, you're not going to get a girlfriend. Well, I have a you know lovely girlfriend sitting over there, and and she, um, you know, her and I we connect very well, and she believes in my leadership. She there's a woman for every kind of guy. And every woman, as long as you have strong masculinity and leadership presence, whatever your version of masculinity is, if she believes in it too, she believes in your message, your leadership skills, your communication skills, she will fall in love with you. Of course, you have to be very good at intimacy and you got to know how to be romantic as well. Yeah, and that's something that I think is really hard to get good, clear information from that because usually by the time you need that information, you're too young. Yes, Or it's too late too, like too late to know or the information. Like if you're in a, your marriage and it doesn't go right, then you're like, oh, well, how do I fix it? At that point, like red pill content creators will say, at that point, she's already checked out. So how you start is how you finish. Like that's another principle what we talk about is like, if you started strong, if you start strong, you better end it the same way. And that's her same expectation. So if you're starting off like by being a trick, a trick is a guy who's like paying for, for sex, right? Uh, if you're going to just get by your woman, buy your woman's love instead of her actually being into you romantically, that's how it's going to end also. Like you're going to have to constantly shower her with money. That's why a lot of guys come, you know, guys are, are in, put in a position like, well, I asked myself, like, why do you put yourself in a position where you're always paying for everything? Like your woman doesn't cook, your woman doesn't, your lady doesn't like to uh, buy you things either. Like, do you really want to be in a relationship like that? How do you know she even likes you? She probably doesn't. She's being driven by materials. Yeah, the thing is probably once we like someone, it's like the first instinct is to like just shower her with love and like do yeah. everything to that you can to like show that person that you care about mm -hmm. them. So I bet that it's really complicated for someone, especially young people, like not knowing. And also you get everything that you get from movies and everything is like the guy is the one that has to go out and do the the mariachi and like take her on a cruise and like do this and do that and it's really complicated to kind of hold your ground especially if you are not coming to your like manhood and you don't know really think about it when we were 16 17 mm. we didn't know all of the things that we know right now we didn't have the experiences that we have right now we hadn't seen different relationships different things play out different ways so i'm curious to to ask you about that section of of people like probably guys who are kids who are watching right now that might be like 15 16 what would you like tell them to focus on right now as they're coming into maybe getting done with high school thinking about going into college and you start having all these questions about like 
being a man and women and all of that, what are a couple things that you could tell them? Yeah, I would say, well, if we're speaking, let's say I'm just speaking just to uh, young men, uh, I would tell them, uh, I, love, I, I love to help young guys all the time. And I mean, in my community works, I do sometimes, it involves uh, young women as well, and I love helping them too. Uh, for Let's just say if we're going to give advice just for young men at this moment, I would tell them that, you know, at this, you should literally be working on your skills. Uh, focus on like what, what skills you're really good at. Not everybody has to go to college. Not everybody has to go, you know, to a university trade school for example is a good idea i would just try to figure out like what you know what what are, i would want to increase your creativity levels because i really put myself down and told myself i'm not a creative guy but i look at my instagram story sometimes and i'm just looking like damn this is really freaking good and i feel like my instagram is like my 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 artist my artistry just being spoken i picked the right song i picked the right moment of the song i picked the right picture with the right filter just like how you do your your you know when you're directing and you're editing your work you want it to be perfect right you're being creative in that moment you're being an artist and i feel like i'm being also uh, an artist in that moment as well so i would want any young man to really tap into their creativity i want them to tap into to know that you don't have to follow the scripts that been handed to you, meaning like if the media has told you, you gotta go to school, you don't have to go to school. If the media told you, you gotta be married at like by the age of 30 or you have to have a million dollars by the age of 30, no you don't. I mean, follow what feels right for you. And actually there's a really good book that you should read also, you and Abraham both should read, it's called Unscripted by MJ DeMarco fantastic book that really like, which is kind of like what the red pill is all about it's like helping you remove that mainstream scripts and all those chatter that you got from like family members or anybody else that they told you you got to do this you got to do this way you got to do that way no you don't there's so many ways to make money there's so many ways to find the right woman right like I said, I had people complaining to me, telling me you're never going to find a suitable partner if you do it this way or that way. I mean, look, I have a great relationship now and I'm, you know, in fact, I'm actually like leaving my, my family uh, restaurant business so I can go do my own thing. People were telling me like, Cameron, why are you leaving? You're leaving. You can make, you know, even my parents are saying, Hey, you can make a lot more money doing working with us. It's not about that. It's about following what I believe is my correct script. And if I go against my script, Axel, I'm not being true to myself. I'm not being authentic. Even if the money's not that good right now, I'll figure it out. And thank God I have some kind of leverage right now to like, you know, it'll be okay for now. And obviously I'm stepping it up. And, you know, Candace and I, my girlfriend, we always talk about like stepping up our finances, stepping up money in general so we can, because she has her own business as well. We're trying to build our businesses all together and uh, create our own life. Like create your own destiny. That's what it's all about. Create the life that you want. Yeah, I love that. And what you said of focus on getting skills. Yeah. That is so underrated. And usually when you ask people that question, they're going to go with just believe in yourself and da da da. It's like, no, you got to learn how to do stuff. Yeah. Like when I was 15, 16, 17, I was staying up until three in the morning, learning how to make movies, like learning how to edit, like teaching myself how to work with cameras and stuff. And now that has allowed me to like follow my career, come to Hollywood, like do all of this. So mm -hmm. I love that you touched on that. And I want to roll right into the business side of things mm -hmm. because that's something that is really interesting. And you know, like every time you and I talk, we're trying to figure out, okay, you're creating the content. At the end of the day, it's a business. You're trying to create influence to help people, but you also need to make money by doing that so you can keep doing the same thing. So tell me about how are you going about creating strategies and what things are you doing to take 
your following and the, the content creation that you're doing, how do you think about turning that into your business? So for me, Axel, great question, by the way, for me, what I'm trying to do is I'm rebranding the Grand Mill and the Grand Mill is my personal brand. It's still going to be the parent company, but I'm going to have some different, I'm going to have a new podcast instead of the Grand Mill podcast, which you can find on YouTube. I'm going to change it to a more dating specific podcast. Thanks to the advice of Mr. Axel over here, Mr. Axel Arzola for telling me to be more specific about what is it that I'm trying to provide in my message. So once I have that, I'm planning on doing everything on Apple and Spotify, Anchor. So that way, I feel like there's more opportunities through that and becoming viral is much easier than YouTube. Now, I'm still gonna make YouTube appearances. I love being in the Red Pill YouTube content creation space. I have a lot of friends I made from there. So I'm, I'm but I'm slowly trying to get out of that and be more in the mainstream because the Red Pill is like, is a gulag. Like once you're in there, like you don't really get success on the likes of like Tom Buu, for example, or, or uh, Tony Robbins, like you're, you gotta go mainstream, you gotta change your message. That's kind of like an identity thing I'm, I have to change. It's like a little bit about my, my rhetoric, what I'm saying on there, because my podcast has some raunchy, uh, very graphic moments of like talking about sexuality, talking about you know uh, men dating women and stuff like that. So I gotta figure out like how do I convert my following from who, where they are now into that. So I'm actively focusing on that. But one thing also just to, continue the good image that I have about myself and to make sure that I'm always building my professionalism within this industry is to talk to guys like you. It's to talk to people who have all the fancy camera equipment and everything like that. Uh, watching your stories, learning about like how you're editing, just so I can, again, the curiosity mindset is gonna, it, that's gonna take you to the next level. And as long as you just have the, the ability to like actually care and like give a fuck about your business and give a fuck about your life, then you're actually gonna create, you're gonna find it, you're gonna figure it out. You will literally figure it out. To get to where I was now, it took a lot of work, Axel. You gotta work on your communication skills as a man. You gotta be, you gotta work on your leadership skills. So I was in Toastmasters, Calabasas, and Toastmasters Calabasas helped me build my leadership skills, my communication skills. In fact, I was president of the club in one year. And I didn't really, yeah, and I didn't believe in myself. I thought like, wait, why are you guys gifting me the president? They asked me like, do you wanna be president of our club? This is a 40 person club. Everybody's like, I'm only 26 at the time. Everyone's like 40, 50, 60. We have a 92 year old lady who's like the founder of the club, like even watching me. And I was like, really, you guys believe in me that much? And they saw that I was hungry. I was motivated and I wanted the best for myself. So they believed in me in that. And what I, and what people, what all the, you know, people that watch your, watch the podcast, all the audience members, guys, Every skill that you take on, leadership, communication, dating skills, editing skills, whatever it is, it's gonna help you in so many areas of your life that you didn't even realize. I didn't realize that working on my communication skills will help me com communicate well with women. It, and it's the base of everything that you're yep. doing right now. Yep. And if I had, like, Axel, I'm telling you right now, if I had not done Toastmasters, I would not be as courageous to start my podcast. That's just me personally. Everyone has their own trajectory. My trajectory is like, I need everything. Everything is like a, is a, uh, it's like a prerequisite to the next big thing. Like the podcast is a big thing for me, the prerequisite. I had to be in a business for attorney to like learn how to have thick skin. So when I'm on the air and people are talking shit to me, I'm not like, oh, you know? Or like communication skills, Toastmasters, I'm communicating on the air. People need to believe in, my, believe in my message, so I need to know how to communicate well. That's such good advice. And communication for me, like I did the, the strengths finder. I don't know if you have heard about that. Uh -huh. uh, it's a personality test that you can take. I took it in college. 
and basically sets you up with the there's a, an array of strength that we have as people so my number one is communication uh, number two is positivity number three is belief number three is developer and number five is woo like winning others over okay so those are my five strengths and i try to play to those okay and Communication for me, more than a strength, is like a passion. Like, and it's so much fun to do. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because seeing you like talking all that, Cameron rolled up here and he's like, "Oh wow, you have the cameras!" And I, <laughs> like, I'm kind of nervous. Bullshit. He wasn't nervous at all. He was like ready to go the moment we started. Like, you have been hitting all the questions and all that. And that's probably one of the things that, if you can learn how to do that with people then transferring that to like media and podcasts and all that it's just it becomes easy why do you think so many guys have a hard time talking to girls and like talking in public in general guys need to understand that it's not even the rejection part that's hard i want to find out are you a time waster right like if i'm a, if i'm teaching my student i'll say listen Find out if she's even wasting your time, you know? How do I know that, you know, I want to know, like, I want to discern the ones that are serious for me and the ones that are, like, not as serious for me. That's what I used to do when I go to the bars. If I felt at any any inclination that, like, the girl was just trying to use me for a drink, I would immediately end the conversation and I would walk away. And I'm happy to walk away from a conversation if that's 10 seconds long, 30 seconds long, one minute long. I've done that multiple times. And that saved me time and money and also saves her time and money. And by the way, I never do it in a very disrespectful way. That's what guys have to understand. Like, just because she says no to you or she says, like, um, I'm not interested or, like, you're, you're not rich enough for me or whatever, don't take it personally. Literally, she's doing you a favor by of rejecting you. Now you go find a woman that's more suitable for you. So that would be like the women aspect of it is like, you know, just don't place the value so high. Like, remember, this, this is just a human being after all. And just and then you got to have a strategy going in. If you don't have a strategy, it's complete anarchy. You're just throwing shit against the wall. See what sticks. And I deal with this all the time in my group chat. I see guys like telling me what they did. I'm like, you're like, you need you need a game plan. You need a flow. Everything has to be flows nice and smooth the whole time. So give me an example of a flow like that. Cause I'm, I'm just thinking of like the scene of the movie where the guy is trying to do everything that you're saying, but the moment he gets there, he like frozes and like he starts rumbling <laughs> and saying, is this his silly thing? The, like that Will Smith movie? No, I'm just like in my head oh. as you're saying all of this, I'm visualizing the scenario. And if the person, if the guy doesn't have himself built in a good relationship with himself uh-huh all of this that you're talking about is so beyond the scope of what they yes. could do and even think that they could be like that with someone because i think they need to be okay with them first feel good about themselves and i think it goes back to what you were saying of like work on your skills work on your communication because then you're gonna feel like you're worth the same or more than the girl that you're talking to so tell me about this flow and how (laughs) in a good situation how would that go yeah i mean it's not black and white uh it's so the best answer i can give is when you when you approach a woman find out you want to you want to have like a nice warm introduction you can just be like hey how are you doing it could be along the lines of like, again, like me complimenting your jacket at the house party that where I met you. You could also just tell a girl like, hey, I really like your boots. Like I love girls that wear cowboy boots. So like I've seen girls wear like Chelsea boots. I've seen girls wear like certain cowboy boots that like really like re- look really nice. And I'm, I'll say, hey, I love your boots, by the way. Are you, do you happen to be like a country fan? I actually went to a, uh, a Jason Aldean concert recently and I 
you know, and I love country music. I love country singers. The scene was really good. Do you, are you a big fan of country? Just right there. I just started a conversation with the girl, right? And I'm being truthful. Like I actually went to a country concert so I can relate to her on that. Now, if there's not anything I can really relate to her, I'll just say, I'll go up to her and be like, like, Hey, how are you doing? Cheers. And, and then from there, we start talking. Literally like that. I have a friend who I went on a Vegas trip with, with like a big group of guys in my mastermind group. And this guy told him like, listen, I want you at this pool party. Pick any girl in this pool party you want to talk to. Any girl. I don't care who she is. I don't care what she looks like, how tall she is, how short she is, whatever. Or if you want her bigger and thicker. Or if you want her more thin and, and petite. I don't care. Any girl. He was like afraid the whole time. I said, listen, I'm by your side. I will start it for you. But you have to come and help me afterwards, right? And there was some girl, he was like, oh, I want to talk to that girl. I'm like, all right, well, watch this. She was like, you know, talking to some other girls and they're, she's with like a group of guys also. And I go, I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Cheers. And there's like live music playing in the background. Like everyone's partying. This is at what Republic and MGM. So, you know, it's loud, it's fun, it's noisy. It's, you know, everyone's going, you know, ape shit. And I'm just like, hey, what's up? Cheers. So when I did that, I wanted to show him, like, listen, it's not a big fucking deal. Like, just go talk to these women. It's really not a big deal. They want guys. They want guys to approach them. Again, the most important thing, your role as a man is to discern who are the time wasters and who's actually genuinely interested in you. And that's fair to say for, for women, too. Women should also think, is this guy just going to, uh, is this just going to use me? Or is he going to be, like, actually somebody that wants to keep me around? And I'll be intimate with him, but, like, is he going to want to keep me around, right? So she needs to, and then also, is he a man of quality? Sometimes Axel girls just want, just want to have, just want to have sex and guys just want to have a sex and they just have a casual sex and they last for however long. And that's fine. You got to find out, like, you got to, again, what are your intentions with per woman? What's your strategy? And the flow would be, again, just like a nice warm introduction, uh, in between you have good conversational skills where you're having her talk about herself, just like with, like, if I go up to like a content creator in, in, in uh, zoo culture, right? I'm not talking about myself too much. I want to know more about that guy or that girl I'm talking to. And that's just, and even just like a friendship between you and me. We're just like guys, we're not on, we're not celebrities. We're just, you know, guys working. I could have started speaking about myself and say, yeah, you know, I do this, I do that. But like, you'd be like, dude, fuck this guy. Like he's boring and he's like, not that cool. Why is even <laughs> Abraham saying like, this is his friend, right? I genuinely wanted to know about you. I saw your jacket. I complimented that. That was my way to introduce myself to you. And then from there, we just start talking about, you know, your movies. We start talking about, um, you know, my restaurant business. So then you also want to know more about me too. So it's, again, that value exchange. Same, same thing with chicks. Chicks want a value exchange as well. They want to hear cool stories. They want to, they want to be uh, sexually aroused by you as well. So there's different methods of going about it. Again, authenticity is super important too. So if you're not like authentic during your flow, it's just it's going to seem whack. It's going to seem stupid. It's not going to be, it's not going to be genuine and girls hate in like disingenuous men just be straight to the point your intentions communicating that with that with her and also a really good advice i got from actually a pickup artist is this so if you guys for example are lost in uh, in, in like what to converse with a woman about always remember this pets travel movies food i'm gonna say that again pets travel movie food you just keep it in those subject it's going to cultivate to something else or you bring it back to pets, travel, movie, food, and she's going to love you. She's going to think you're like a conversationalist. That's awesome, Cameron. I love it. So my last question, I would love to know, what are you the most passionate about that if you money was not an issue, time was not an issue, what would you do? What would you go after? For me, it's just teaching in general. I love teaching. This co dating coach thing is teaching. 
I would, I would love to have the ability to, if money was not a thing, I want to be able to reach the masses through either YouTube. It, it's just teaching is my passion. Really, it is. I want to. I, I always. I would love to be a professor one day, like teaching at my my school uh, at any university, teaching probably about marketing, maybe or small business, or just I don't know some kind of entrepreneurial thing. I guess would be would be what I want to teach. Uh, you know, dating coaching. I would love to just be paid. You know, lots and lots of money, and I want to manifest that to get that kind of energy where I can just coach and have retreats in, let's say, Hawaii or some kind of country where like. Like in Mexico, for example, where I can help guys with like talking to women or something like that and show them it's not a big deal. And I want, and I also, through my teaching and my passion, Axel, I just want guys to have a more, have more clarity in their life. That's it. I just like, please get more clarity in your life because I, I'm still solving that. I have a lot more clarity than I did when I was 16, obviously, but I actively pursued the clarity route. I wanted, again, the curiosity mindset will bring you clarity. And when you take on that, and when you take on this new advice and you have that new clarity in your life, life is just going to catapult even more. Then I build friendships with guys like you. I build friendships with other kinds of people. And then I have, you know, a woman that actually respects me and loves me and appreciates me. And I also can show that same affection. So through my teaching, through my passion, just help guys get that clarity that they want. That's awesome, camera. Thank you so much, man, for Thank coming you, on the show. Amazing conversation. Guys, make sure to subscribe. And remember, be unique, add value, and just be yourself. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you in another episode.